WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Today was day one of the 102nd Michigan Legislature. The new sessions started with state senators sworn into office. Governor Gretchen Whitmer said the legislature is making history already. Speaker Joe Tate is the first black speaker in Michigan history. Leader Winnie Brinks is the first woman majority leader. Representative Lori Pahutsky is the first LGBTQ plus person to serve as speaker pro tem. And Senator Jeremy Moss is the first LGBTQ plus person to serve as Senate president pro tem. Whitmer was optimistic about the chances of the new Democratic legislature. Together, I know we will lower costs, grow our economy, invest in our kids, and make Michigan the best place to live. State Senator Eric Nesbitt, the new Republican leader in the Senate, issued a statement calling for bipartisan collaboration to expand opportunities to live, work, and raise families in Michigan. Another Casey's general store could soon be coming to Berrien County. Orinoco Township Supervisor Mike Hildebrand informed the Township Board last night the gas station and convenience store chains interested in building a location near the U.S. 31 and M139 interchange in Berrien Springs. Hildebrand says representatives from Casey's presented a site plan at the Orinoco Township Joint Planning Commission in December and would need to get a special use permit from the township for a fueling station. So we have to go through that process anticipate sometime in February. That may surprise me to get it done by January, but sometime in February we'll probably get that permit application and then schedule the public hearings. So that's a nice addition to the community. The proposed store would be across U.S. 31 from the BP station next to the Andrews Korean Church. It would also be the third store in Berrien County. A new case he's just opened a few weeks ago in Bridgman, while another's been in Waterville since 2018. There are plans for a new hotel in Lincoln Township. At a meeting last night, the Lincoln Township Board of Trustees gave preliminary approval to a zoning change for a parcel along Red Arrow Highway between the Tractor Supply Store and the Aldi now under construction. Trustee Mark Florian said the developer needs the site rezoned from mixed use to highway commercial. One question asked was why another hotel... Florian said that parcel has sat vacant for a long time. There's nothing on it. There's never been anything on it. I haven't seen a whole lot of people knocking on our door, beating a path to it to, to build anything. The proposed hotel's owner operates several Holiday Inn Express locations around Michigan. Work on the site could start in the spring, and it would take about a year of construction. The township board will have to approve the rezoning a second time at a future meeting following last night's initial vote. A document outlining Lincoln Township's goals for the improvement of its parks for the next five years has been approved by the Township Trustees. At the meet, last night's meeting, the board granted its approval to the five-year parks plan. Treasurer Terry Smith told us the survey sought the public's opinions on the parks. We had over 400 people that responded to that, so that was very helpful. And so the planners went ahead and put that together for us of what was the major outcome of those. One item included is Township Beach. The attraction along Lake Michigan has been reduced in recent years because of erosion, but Township officials are looking to increase access again. It was gone and now it's back again, but we had so much of the washout that it's going to cost money to, to get it back together. So that way we figured if we could go for some grants to help us out, that perhaps we could go ahead and get that one moving again so people could enjoy it. Among other things, the township's hoping to establish a place for people to drive in, turn around, and possibly to park. Smith said a five-year parks plan is needed to qualify for grants, something the township will need if it's going to improve the beach or other parks. You can see a copy of the parks plan at the township office, and Smith said it may be put online. 
Following the indictment of a Florida man for sexually extorting a 13-year-old Michigan girl on Snapchat, the FBI is warning residents about the increase in sextortion. U.S. Attorney Mark Totten of the Western District of Michigan says sextortion involves threats against the victim, including threats to publish or distribute private and sensitive information about someone if the victim does not provide the perpetrator with sexually explicit images or videos with sexual favors. The rapid rise of sextortion across Michigan, across the United States, is of course a very deeply disturbing trend. Anyone can be a victim, but this crime especially targets some of the most vulnerable members of our society, teenagers and children. The U.S. Attorney's Office and the FBI are working to identify other individuals who they suspect may have been approached and are also offering tips on how to avoid being sextorted. You can find out more with our story at WSJM.com. Corwell Health South will hold a ceremony next week to mark the beginning of construction on its expansion of the Center for Better Health and Wellness in Benton Harbor. The center is moving from its current 1,200-square-foot facility to a 26,000-square-foot building, and the new location will provide increased access to health care and social needs for the community. The Center for Better Health was opened in October of 2020 as a temporary health care center after a $1.2 million grant was awarded to Lakeland by the Michigan Coronavirus Task Force on Racial Disparities. It's been such a success, the decision was made to make it permanent and to expand it. The future home of the expanded Center for Better Health and Wellness is at 145 Main Street. The celebration with guest speakers will be next Tuesday. And the Berrien County Health Department has launched a new campaign that aims to reduce youth vaping and tobacco use. Prevention specialist Lisa Peoples-Hurst tells us vaping in particular has jumped among young people since the start of COVID. We have also seen a lessening, if you will, of the perceived harm and risk of vape products. Most kids think that they are a safer alternative and they're not aware of the dangers. So we definitely have our work to do. Peoples-Hurst says e-cigarettes started out as a way to help adults quit smoking, but they often have more nicotine than regular cigarettes. The department's new Escape the Vape campaign seeks to educate community members younger than 21 about the negative effects of vaping. She says they're talking to kids in school. We start with two questions. Do you know someone who vapes? And then the second question is, do you know someone your age who vapes? And there's not been a time that we've given that presentation where we didn't have a majority of the hands going up. People's Hurst says e-cigarettes are a stimulant that gets the heart beating harder. In addition to being addictive, they can worsen mood and increase anxiety and have a risk of lung disease as well as worsen symptoms for things like asthma. She urges parents to speak to their kids about the dangers of vaping, noting that it appeals to young people because it's perceived as cool. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. Flights nationwide are still being affected by this morning's ground stop. ABC's Derek Dennis has more. For many travelers here at Newark, frustration Switch the damn terminal. gave way to understanding. Better to be on the safe side. This morning's FAA ground stop causing nationwide delays and cancellations with flight schedules screwed up all day. People are like just standing around. There's no place to sit. Sylvia Tonic able to stay with family and reschedule for Sunday. Baron Blumenstein from Germany got the word early and FAA computer glitch was to blame. Yeah, it's it's the safety system for the complete country, so you cannot fly. Derek Dennis, ABC News at Newark Airport. The fate of a devastated salt mining town in eastern Ukraine is hanging in the balance. 
Ukraine says its forces are holding out against the furious Russian onslaught in one of the fiercest and bloodiest recent ground battles of the nearly 11-month war. Solodar is under heavy shelling by Russian forces using jets, mortars, and rockets. Ukraine's deputy defense minister on Wednesday denied Russian claims that Solodar has fallen. In an apparent recognition of battlefield setbacks, Russia's defense ministry announced the replacement of the head of Russian forces in Ukraine. The former chief was demoted to deputy after three months on the job, signaling that President Vladimir Putin was not satisfied with his performance. Drivers can get ready for another sticker shock this year. Your car insurance will go up in 2023, even if you have a good record. More if maybe she's Andy Field. Are you sure you want to go for that ride? Insurance companies say it will cost you 8.4% more this year in car premiums. Why? More people are on the roads and driving again, and claims are more expensive. Divya Sangam with Lending Trees Value Penguin surveys insurance companies and says car spare parts, labor shortages, even climate change has made insurance more expensive. When your car gets flooded, it basically gets totaled. Another hidden inflation cost. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin, has been released from the hospital in Buffalo after his doctors doctors said they completed a series of tests a little over a week after he went into cardiac arrest and had to be resuscitated during a game in Cincinnati. Hamlin's going home after spending two days undergoing tests at Buffalo General Medical Center. He was transferred to Buffalo after spending last week at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, where the 24-year-old experienced what doctors called a remarkable recovery. Pressure is growing on Congressman George Santos to resign. ABC's Aaron Katursky has more from New York. Republican Congressman George Santos fabricated much of his biography as he ran for office, including his work history, his education, and his heritage. Now, Nassau County Republican Chairman Joseph Cairo said Santos should resign immediately. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, and fabrication. Local Republicans were critical of Santos, but stopped short of calling for his resignation before he took office. House Speaker McCarthy said he would not serve on top committees, though freshman congressmen like Santos typically don't serve on top committees until they're more tenured. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. House Republicans have opened their long-promised investigation into President Joe Biden and his family. They're wielding the power of their majority to demand information from the Treasury Department and former Twitter executives as they lay the groundwork for public hearings. The Republican-led Oversight Committee requested financial information from the Treasury Department surrounding financial transactions that members of the Biden family made, as well as testimony from multiple former Twitter executives who were involved in the company's handling of an October 2020 story from the New York Post about the president's son. A White House spokesperson called the investigation a political stunt. The Department of Justice is starting an investigation into how some classified documents ended up at an office that President Biden occasionally used before he came into office. ABC News has learned some of the documents were deemed top secret and 10 documents were found at that office, which the president used from 2017 to 2020. ABC's Jay O'Brien says one House Republican is asking for access. When you take control of the House of Representatives, you also take control of the committees that the House has. And that's why you're hearing about this steady drumbeat of investigations that Republicans want to conduct into the Biden administration, into President Biden's family. James Comer, the new chair of the House Oversight Committee, is asking for those documents that were seized and taken from President Biden's office or handed over, rather, by Biden's own attorneys. The White House is pushing back on uh, Comer's request, calling it a political stunt. 
Storm-ravaged California is scrambling to clean up and repair widespread damage. A new storm entering the state today is expected to be limited to the north while the south gets a break. Crews are working to reopen roads closed by rock slides, swamped by flooding, or smothered with mud. More than 10,000 people who were ordered out of seaside towns on the central coast were allowed to return home. Yet thousands of people living near rain-swollen creeks and rivers remain under evacuation orders, including around 4,000 residents of Planada. That's where neighborhoods were underwater. Governor Gavin Newsom says at least 17 people have died in storms since late December. And speaking of California, Californians are finding shock when they open their natural gas bills arriving. ABC's Alex Stone is more. As a result of storms here, along with cold weather nationwide causing more demand for natural gas to heat homes and inventory and supply issues, Californians are getting sticker shock when they get their natural gas bills. SoCal Gas has sent an email to customers saying market prices in the West more than doubled between December and January and that bills will be much higher than most people expect likely more than double last January's bill for the same amount of natural gas used. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.